0: episode number 56, All Too Well and Toxic Relationships. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about what does it mean to be in a toxic relationship and really digging a little bit deeper, looking at the cycle of a toxic relationship and really how to decipher between is this an argument, is this a toxic relationship. And I'm also going to be talking about Taylor Swift's new 10 minute ballot called All Too Well, and I promise it all ties together somehow. We're getting right to it in three, two, one. Welcome to the Heal Your Burnout Podcast, where us hustlers come together to have solution-focused conversations weekly. My name is Amber Connolly, a former burnt-out clinician and academic, turn transformative coach. If you are a productive patty, miss, I can do it all or if you are ready to ditch the exhaustion, you have come to the right place. Each week I'll be providing you with wellness tips and trainings, inspiring you to look within, replace habits that are keeping you stuck, and offering insights to help you maintain your brilliance. If you are craving clarity, self-care, support, and mindset hacks, look no further. This is where your energy can be reignited and your hope can be restored. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. This episode is dedicated to Taylor Swift's 10 minute version of All Too Well. And if you are like me and you are a Swifty, it has been like Christmas every single day, like getting the re release of her red album. And I could go on and on. Just the icon that Taylor Swift is for re recording her music, for standing up for herself, for claiming ownership of her entire music catalog and choosing to re-record and to have her fans just support her in the way that they do it. It's seriously incredible to witness and it really is witnessing history just play out like this. And if you're not a Swifty, just know that there's this ballad, it's a 10-minute song and it's called All Too Well. And it relates to our episode today because I've been doing these episodes on what does narcissism mean? What is a toxic relationship? And difficult behavioral patterns. And this this song is 10 minutes long. And it's a, a story about about Taylor Swift going through this whirlwind relationship that eventually ends. And it's supposedly about a relationship that she was in many years ago with Jake Gyllenhaal when she was 20 and he was 29. And really what made the song so impactful with her re-release, other than being 10 minutes long, which is a very long song and it tells a very long story and a very deeply emotional story, is also the fact that she released it with a short film. And like I said in the intro, I promise this relates to our topic because in this short film, she depicts the power dynamics of a relationship and how unbalanced this relationship, this fictional one that she depicted, that some would speculate mirrored the relationship that she was in many years ago. So she has this the boy character who's 29 and the girl who's 20 and how the, the girl exhibits these, these symptoms of, of having an anxious attachment style and, and you see these different arguments play out in the short film. And I know for me watching it, I thought, wow, like watching some of these things play out just looks so familiar to certain things that I've witnessed in my own life. And th- there's been a lot of buzz about the video and about, you know, was it emotionally abusive? Was it gaslighting? And lots of big trigger words being thrown out. And it, it got me thinking, like, what is the difference between a disagreement and, and what is the difference between just not seeing eye to eye with someone or not being on the same page and actually something being a, an emotional abuse tactic. And um, in this video, there, there's a scene where Taylor or the character that's like a younger version of Taylor is eating dinner with her older boyfriend and they're at this dinner party. And at the dinner party, everyone's laughing at the table, but she feels like Disconnected from her boyfriend, she feels like they're all laughing and no one's paying attention to her. She goes to reach for his hand, and he moves his hand away and is acting very distant. And they have this this fallout after where they get into an argument, and it's pretty much like one of the main scenes or the first crack in their relationship, where she's essentially saying to him, "I felt like you didn't see me during the dinner." And he's pretty much saying to her, like, uh, "Like you're coming at me like this. You're really unloading this on me. And he responds very freaked out, like almost like, how can you be bringing this up? It's just holding your hand. I don't get it. And um, th- here's the thing. Relationships have disagreements. And I'm not here to say, like, whether that interaction was emotional abuse or not. Like, we don't know the entire story of their relationship and, and it's a private matter. She's never opened up about it. It's none of our business. But in that in that short film, it, it you can't just look at that and say it's emotionally abusive. But for a majority of the population that has an attached an anxious attachment style and an attachment style that that needs validation and reassurance, Watching that play out probably feels very familiar because if you're anxiously attached, you watch that and you thought, oh, that feels so terrible. I've been there before. I've been in situations where I haven't been validated and that stinks. And it stinks that he doesn't hear you out and that he dismisses your feelings. And if you look at the other side of it, if you're not anxiously attached, you're um, avoidant, Then when you watch it, you think, oh my God, like she's unloading on him. And now he just wants to run away from her because the avoidant and the anxiously attached person are always doing this dance. And here's the thing, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Everyone has an attachment pattern. What could become bad or what could be a warning sign is the way someone responds when you're in a situation like this one. When you're in that crossroads where you're trying to share your feelings and your feelings aren't being heard. And what toxic relationships have that healthy relationships don't is a repetitive cycle, a cycle that you could almost predict. So in a healthy relationship, when you share your feelings, like how Taylor Swift's character in that music video told her fictional partner hey listen at the dinner when like you swatted my hand away like what am I supposed to do with that why am I even here and you know I'm not letting the girl character off the hook because she didn't necessarily convey her feelings they weren't well thought out and she didn't come at it from the stance of hey listen I felt like this when you did that it was very it was a little abrupt and it it was potentially triggering for her to unload that on her partner but the way the partner responded was very dismissive and the thing about unhealthy relationships is that dismissiveness doesn't go away and there are five main things to look out for when you're trying to decipher is this just a misunderstanding is this a misunderstanding that we have to talk about further Or is this an ingrained pattern that keeps coming up in my relationship? And some things to look out for are when when you bring your feelings up to someone and when emotions are high, when, when either party is angry, sad, disappointed, your judgment is clouded. So when someone brings something up to you and you feel like you're being attacked, Sometimes a natural response is to get defensive. However, when you step away from the situation and think about it, in a healthy relationship, there's this dynamic of, wow, like taking a step back, let me look at it from that other person's perspective and you know what? I could see I didn't handle that appropriately. I need to go back and talk about it and I need to to dig deeper within this topic with my partner. But where unhealthy relationships are different is they're characterized by When that happens, the feelings are shared, but then they're put back on the other person. So, okay, when I didn't hold your hand at the dinner party, that made you feel lonely, but instead it's turned around to, like, you're making yourself feel that way and turning the blame. It's also called blame shifting, so that's one thing to look out for. The next thing to look out for is withholding. So withholding any sort of response. So maybe going stonewall or not answering at all, not partaking in the conversation, just completely removing themselves from the situation, not even acknowledging that a person is upset, just just continuing on with everyday life like nothing's happening. Next up would be diverting, so I would say it's a step better than ignoring, but still disrespectful, so rather than having the conversation and saying, you know, I'm so sorry that wasn't my intent, or why did you feel lonely, or when didn't I grab your hand, rather than staying on topic, diverting is just like it sounds, like, oh, well, what are we going to have for dinner tomorrow night, did you watch the baseball game on TV? What's up on, on your schedule for tomorrow? Just completely diverting the conversation. That is another sign of an unhealthy response. Another one would be telling, questioning reality, and that goes back to the gaslighting. So that would be completely denying that that happened. What? I never didn't. Not grab your hand, or I, I never didn't push your hand away. That never happened. You're imagining that. You're crazy. So, that type of response would be a more extreme response. Trivializing is another example. So, that would be, well, so what? I didn't hold your hand. Why is that even a big deal? Why does that even matter? And just completely being dismissive. And all of us, I, I just want to say this, are guilty at some point or another of doing these things, of, of counteracting, withholding, trivializing, diverting, questioning reality, even just like a shocked response might be something like, what? I did that? I don't even, I don't even remember when I moved your hand away or when I didn't acknowledge you. I don't even recall that. And those types of responses are human. But what, what's not human or what's not healthy is when this is the normal dance. When an avoidant, And an anxiously attached person, when they do this dance of of continually getting into conflict, the anxious shares their feelings, the avoidant goes to one of these tactics. The withholding, the trivializing, the diverting, the questioning reality, the counteracting. And as an anxiously attached person... I kind of fare sometimes both ways, anxiously attached, or the opposite extreme, sometimes a mix of both, but I, I know I've been in situations where the more the avoidant runs away, it's like this feeling of, I need to get closer, and I would say that's, that's part of the dance, getting pulled in to that round and round. The more they question your reality, the more the pattern repeats itself where you want to defend your reality. And the thing to look out for is, objectively, when you look at a disagreement, is the conflict resolution healthy or unhealthy? And does the real problem ever get resolved? Or does the same pattern keep repeating itself? And do these tactics keep happening, but the problem never gets resolved? So often in unhealthy relationships, a common theme is one person feeling unseen or unheard unvalidated and then the difficult personality type never taking the time to acknowledge or validate but continuing to do these these things to dismiss or completely disregard the other person and it it does eventually it could um come into play like narcissistic behaviors like lacking empathy or having this entitlement So the big thing to look out for, I can't say it enough, is understanding the patterns of your relationship. So if you're evaluating a relationship in your life, think back to different conflicts and really ask yourself, how did that person respond? When I shared my thoughts, when I shared my feelings, how did that person respond? And was it one of those things? Was it the dismissiveness, the counteracting, the withholding, trivializing diverting questioning reality or was it a healthy response and if it's an unhealthy response does it repeatedly happen because some are all of us are guilty of doing this at some point however it's a matter of can you actually pause acknowledge what you did was wrong and actually make a change or does the behavioral issue keep coming up so that being said Take some time, journal, evaluate, really think about it, look for the patterns. And in our next few episodes, we're going to get into the patterns of of narcissistic abuse, the cycle of narcissistic abuse, I should say. And your homework assignment after this episode is to do three things. One, listen to All Too Well, 10-minute version. Two, definitely watch the short film. And three, watch the other music video the one with Chris Stapleton, the I bet you think of me video too, because that one's very good as well. (laughs) All right. I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey friend, before you leave, please head on over to iTunes podcast and search for Heal Your Burnout. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review and help us spread the word about our show. I would love to connect with you on social media. My Instagram handle is at Amber underscore Connolly underscore. And until next time, I'm sending you so much love and light, and I can't wait to keep moving forward with you.